This is the Odd Atheist Friends Podcast. Nothing we say represents anyone or anything else but us. Sometimes we say offensive shit. Most of the time we say fuck. And all of the time we sit on our tattooed asses. If that sounds like something you're into, then please enjoy the show. Hey, uh, fuck your god, goddammit. So this is Matthew, the Odd Atheist Friends, and there is Eric. Hi, Eric. Hey, Matthew, what's up? What's (laughs) up, dude? What's the haps, Uh, haps? Oh my gosh, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, Um. (laughs) So we say life has gone on, so. Yeah. For you and for me, life has happened. Uh, sorry about the hiatus for a little while, but um, we're back. We're back, we're... bitches! What up? <laughs> too much. Um, too much. Way too much. Um, I've got a couple of things to say, if you don't want me getting off my chest here really fast. Um, I've never really been a big fan of like this, ah, I got an itch in my ear. Um, but anyway, that wasn't the thing I wanted to say. <laughs> the thing I wanted to say was that... Um, Christmas is now way too early. It was happening halfway in October, like Christmas stuff was up. And now that Halloween is over, we are, what, mid in November. Are we mid in November? Yeah, close enough. It's the 10th of November. And so, like, I'm hearing Christmas music in the mall. Shoot me in the fucking face. So, yeah. um, so I just moved into a new apartment with my roommate, my new roommate. And right when we were moving in, the first fucking thing he does is starts playing Christmas music. <laughs> I was like, so this is what's going to happen. This is what I've moved in with. No, it's great, though. It's great. I not the Christmas are, music, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are two kinds of people in the world when it comes to Christmas. You've got the, you know. Was it? It's a meme. It's like you've got the the elf. You know, you got Will Ferrell as the elf, and then you got the other guy going, and so it begins. I'm the latter. I I, I real. It's fake happy. It's it's bullshit. People are ruder than they normally are because they're pissed off that they got to go out shopping. Everything is crowded. Everybody's trying to buy gifts for. People they don't really like for things they can't af- really afford. And people spend three months paying off Christmas, generally speaking. And so that's about right. So, and then you got somebody who, like my wife, whose birthday is in December. And you can't get birthday and Christmas presents at the same time. They can't be Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, Christmas present birthday present so yep and it's a tight it's a tight month december is always a tight month so i like a good tight month (laughs) wow (laughs) i like i like good and tight too but that's that's i'm talking about not in my wallet that's that's entirely something (laughs) else so although uh my love, my Sachi, is definitely one of these I love Christmas people. And mm-hmm. so she broke out the Chris Kindle Market coffee cup that we when we go to the Chris Kindle Market downtown Chicago. And so this one is in the shape of a heart. And it's got a Christmas thing. And so, yeah, it's super cute. But to me, it's a coffee mug. Oh, yeah, hang on. Here's the other one that was there. Hi, Sachi. She's just waving. She doesn't want to have her voice on the podcast. Come in. Come in. That's her hand. <laughs> I saw she's hand. <laughs> the 20th oh. anniversary was last year. So, oh, wow. it's, it's a, you know, so, yeah, it's the German market 
And that was for 2015. That was a couple of years ago. So here, thank you, baby. <clears throat> so we go every year, well, most every year to go down and it's the German market in downtown Chicago. It's a lot of fun, but it's, it's where the Picasso is um, right across from city hall and, and daily Plaza. So, but it's, it's always fucking cold cause it's December. Yeah. So, but I'm she loves about this life right now. She is the Christmas person. And I am Bahambug. I feel like I'm like in between. I feel kind of neutral. Like sometimes I really feel in the spirit because I'm like, yes, I love Christmas lights and and help, like buying people things and whatever. Like I'm poor, but whatever. Um, and like sent, making people things and sending people things. But also it stresses me out and it's like too much. I feel like I'm in the middle. But I get you. I don't know. I, for me, it's more of like the social stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, Marble is going all crazy and bouncing around. So if you hear cat stuff, it's probably Marble going crazy. He's he's about a year old. Anyways, um, he uh, uh, it's because of the people for me, you know, and just the craziness of it. And she's like, I can't wait for it to be over. And it always calms down about the middle of January. And it's like, you know, that's what I, it's like, okay, all the craziness is over. People can go back to their lives and their normal nine to five. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess since I moved here, it just hasn't been a big thing because I don't have anyone to do holiday stuff with. Like, I don't have any family here and. You know, like, it's not really a thing, I guess. I mean, I have friends, and I work, and we celebrate with the kids at work and stuff, but it's just different, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only family I've got really left here in Chicago is my wife. I mean, I don't yeah. want to really talk to. So, but, I mean, we do Christmas for us in our way. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. And like I said, she really likes it. For me, it's not really a thing. But, I mean, if she likes it, I'm cool with that. You know, it's just that there's just a lot of, well, I'm annoyed by a lot of stuff. And and, <laughs> and uh, uh, people doing the, uh, you know, the forced fake happiness. Oh, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, for one, the Christian stole it from a pagan holiday. Don't get me started. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, do not get me fucking started. I am like a clock. Do not fucking wind me up. I do. like. I like that Christmas is kind of like, <clears throat> I know it's like a Christian type thing in America, but it's very much an American stolen holiday pagan, type thing. Stolen pagan Christmas holiday. Yeah. Yes. It's very, I feel like the way we do it in America, it's like a, just an American thing, and it's like a very cultural thing, and yeah. like maybe it's not the best thing, but it is it's, something everybody can like come together on, which is cool. Um, in Europe, it's celebrated differently, and a lot of Europe is very Catholic, and especially when I lived in Spain, so, but it's, it's a little different because it's Catholic, not Protestant. So it's a little bit different. Um, most stuff is closed on Christmas Day. They don't do, you know, like the the Christmas Day shopping, you know, like that that late at night, six o'clock stuff, you know. They don't really do that. And in Japan, it's just another day. For the most people, it's just another day because they're not, generally speaking, not Christian. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's either Buddhist or Shinto. So... December 25th is just another day. It's it's just a cold, dreary day, you know? It's, yeah. And if you're in Hokkaido, you've probably got three meters of snow, so. Yeah, it's snowing here right now. Is it really? Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm so over it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yesterday, I went out, and it was snowing, and I had to go to work for a little bit, and my car was already sliding around, and I was like, I'm fucked. Like, this, I'm fucked all winter. Like, I'm going to get stuck, and I'm going to hopefully crash my car and total it, and then I can get a better one. <laughs> you know what you might want to consider doing is possibly getting, like, three or four the biggest bags of kitty litter you can find. 
and just putting them in the back. And so it'll give weight to the back of your car. And also, if you get stuck, you can yeah. you can spread it around. So, kitty litter. I really should do that. I also need new tires and more money. And Yeah, we all know. need more money. Everybody needs more money. Oh, so. I know. I know. I know. Hopefully, I'm going back to school next semester. I'm still waiting to hear back and to see if I can afford it. But we'll Okay. I'm trying um, to go back to become a licensed addiction counselor. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, off the side point, but for snow, it's kind of interesting. Um, it snowed here. We got like two inches that stuck, and it stuck around for like a day. But leaf collection stopped because it was the first major snow. So they're no longer collecting leaves. Mm-hmm. And so... Half of the leaves were still up on the tree when we got our first snow. And that was like two weeks ago now. Uh-huh. And so most of them are, well, I'd say a good, like 75% of them are down. But still, it's like, this has been a really weird year. And Farmer's Almanac is saying it's going to be a, a cold and snowy winter. So mm-hmm. it's like we've had, it's just been rain all this year, we've had so much precipitation. Crops were bad this year, but, you know, global warming is just a fucking myth. So, you know. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. So, Fake anyway. news. Fake news. <clears throat> so, but that's awesome that you're going to go back and try to work on your counseling. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I... Well, it's a couple of reasons. One... Uh, becoming a licensed addiction counselor is probably the easiest licensure. Easiest being a relative term. But, um, two, a lot of the kids I work with right now, they struggle with addiction and I want to be able to help them more. And three, um, my parents obviously struggled with addiction a lot. I've talked about before. And I think that just is driving me to want to be able to understand it more and help people and stuff like that. You know, there's all kinds of addictions, too. Like, I smoked for 22, 23 years. And so smoking, quitting smoking was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and that's another form of addiction, too. So, I mean, but it fucking sucked. It, they, was it, I've heard people say, I've heard it said that uh, quitting smoking is the same thing as, like, hardness is, like, trying to quit heroin. That it's smoking is so incredibly addictive and it hundred percent is I probably had probably 10 serious attempts to quit and I've been quit now almost 11 years. So, wow, that was, it was tough though. I mean, you know, it was finally doing it took a lot of work and, you know, and I have less cravings for it now, but I still sometimes do every now and again. For still, sure. still sometimes get that that craving for 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 a cigarette, and so. But smoking is so goddamn expensive, and it's so bad for me. And I'm so glad that I quit. But sometimes they're like, "Fuck, man, I'd really like a smoke." So I still think about it every now and again. Yeah, the brain chemistry is insane. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> yeah, it is. So what's up, man? What do you want to talk about? Shit. Uh, I don't know. So, I I mean, every day, you know, I'm just getting older and <laughs> learning to be an adult more. Like, you, you think, like, at a certain point, I mean, in my head, I was like, at a certain point, like, I'm an adult. And then, yeah, I'm going to keep learning shit. But you'd think, like, your brain would just be like, okay, we're an adult. Let's function. But no, I don't know. I just keep learning new stuff and learning how to deal with things differently and figuring out how fucking hard being an adult is. Like, yeah, ever since I've been like 17, 18, I've been paying for my shit, I've been paying for my bills and whatever. But that's just part of being an adult. Like, learning how to manage your emotions and like grow from them and and just, I don't know, manage your shit with other people and be able to have a functional relationship and... All of that, that's important adulting that I think a lot, a lot of adults actually do, which is why 
and like managing all your trauma and all like from like yes. episode 71 owning all your shit that's something a lot of people don't do and that's why we have so many addictions and people like covering all their shit up and numbing themselves out because they don't they don't know how to and they don't want to deal with it and that shit is hard and that's where I'm at right now, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that, that you bring this up, because yesterday, Sachi and I were walking around Walmart the other day. I fucking hate Walmart. <laughs> Anyways, it's beside the point. But like we had said before, it's fucking cheap, and it's just, but I fucking hate it. I, I do. I hate going there. I'm not like, let's go to Walmart. Oh, I fucking hate Walmart. It's what? like we were out, we were down the street looking for coats for Sachi. And it's like, okay, we need to get this and that and the other thing. And mm-hmm. so we went in for one thing and left out with five. But we left out for under under 50 bucks. So that's good for us. Yeah. That's really, really good for us. Because normally when we run in for an item or two, we leave for 200 So There you go. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I was just really like, I forgot exactly how it happened. But we were walking down the street and I was uh, walking down in Walmart and I was looking at the stuff. I'm like, we're looking at, we're like in the toy section. We were passing by the toy section. I'm like, they didn't have all this shit when we were kids. And so we were discussing that because Sachi and I are about the same age. And, you know, and so we're like, and then I sat there and I looked at her and I thought for a second. And then I looked at her and I went, you know what sucks? And she's like, what's that? I'm like, I'm like, all of this stuff that we're looking at now, it's like, we see all this stuff and it's like, when you're young, it's like, you know, your body is together and you're having so much fun, but you're a fucking wreck psychologically, psychologically and mentally and all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to our age when you get to, you know, hopefully when you get to more our age, it's like you're together psychologically and mentally, but your body's starting to fall apart. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it's like, you know. I happen to think that I'm more well-adjusted than I was when I was in my 20s, for damn sure. And in my 30s, you know what I'm saying? I mean, especially my early 30s. I mean, I was still carrying over a lot of stuff. And anyways. um, But, you know, now that I'm well past all of that and I've worked through a lot of my childhood and teenager and 20s trauma stuff that I've done to other people and other people have done to me it's like now that I'm past all that and more more adjusted healthily at least for myself that now my body's a fucking wreck it's just like I can't play all the fucking great games and stuff that I used to do when I was a kid you know it's like I can't go out there and run and play flag football or, you know, or, or whatever, you know? So I can't do that shit. Cause I can't fucking run anymore. Cause my knees are bad. You know, it's yeah. like, I got bad back. I got bad knees. It's like, even the slap and tickle is, is pretty painless. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> no, if you're not watching the video, my face is just, no, <laughs> Uh, I'm just, you understand what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, it's just, no, it's that's just, a good point. And so it's like, yeah, adulting sucks. And I don't think you're ever really over it. And nobody ever does it perfectly. And you're still learning. And you're still growing. And at least you should be every day learning stuff and growing and that kind of stuff. But by the time you get to where at least you're fairly well adjusted for the most part, your body's going to shit. Great. <laughs> Thank you for giving me that to look forward to. Um, You're welcome. Anything else I can help you with? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, I am here for you, Eric. Never forget that. I definitely won't. Um, <laughs> I'm here for you too, Matthew. Look, we have matching, well, like almost matching butt tattoos. So We do, almost matching butt tattoos. Yeah. We got them close to the same time, too. Which, by the way, our year anniversary just passed for the butt tattoos. It did, because I got it right before I moved here. So I've been in Fargo a little over a year now. And my butt tattoo is a little over... Our butt tattoos are a little over a year old. And I don't look at it thing, a lot. That's one thing we uh, forgot to ask Heath. We forgot to ask him where his 
where his puzzle in the thunderstorm ass tattoo was. God damn. Yeah. You know, next time. <laughs> next time. I believe, I firmly believe everyone needs an ass tattoo. <laughs> 100%. If you're going to get a tattoo, get a tattoo on your motherfucking ass. I have two of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you boy cool. Um, I don't know. I'm really liking the hairstyle, by the way. I, I kind of like how it how the shaved on the side and goes over. I like that. That's, yeah, I that's... got a nice fade happening and some cheek beard happening. Nice. It's slow, but it's progress. Did you ever think about going uh, the Don Johnson three-day stubble look? I don't know. I still struggle with this uh, happening, so but I do need a shave probably. Put a guard on it, a long guard, and so this way then you still got it. Yeah. It... It's a lot of work. Clean up that neckline, man. Well, it is clean. I just got it shaved. It was pretty clean. Like Sweet. when I got this? Yeah. Well, here I am telling you, and I never clean up my fucking neckline, so. Yeah, it's pretty clean. So, anyways. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Yesterday, and speaking of Walmart, I was in Walmart. Yesterday, <laughs> I was getting like some soda and shit. Anyway, um, and the, I was in line, and this little girl—well, probably like ten, I don't know, ten or twelve-year-old girl, maybe younger. I don't know. She was like, she had a lisp or something, so I couldn't really understand her. And I thought she said asking about my glasses, and I was like, oh yeah, they're real glasses. And she's like, no. And she's like, can girls have mustaches? <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, are you a girl with a mustache? And I was like, no. <laughs> wow. Oh and then her sister was like, are you a boy or a girl? And I was like, I'm a boy. And then their dad was like, he's clearly a boy. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know right now. <laughs> I think it's, that's kind of funny. It's just, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, it's like the girls misgendered you, but the father gendered you correctly. I know. It's all very fascinating, Matthew. I I don't know. I think people, I mean, kids are always interesting because I get lots of different reactions. A lot of kids still see me as a girl. And I don't know, maybe kids, like, their brains are just developed to see things differently. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So whatever. And then adults just see me however they think that I should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just fascinating how brains work and shit, but... It really is. I don't even know if I get upset by it anymore. Also, I've been really trying to own my shit and own, like, that I am... I mean, I always own that I'm trans and stuff, but, like, own the past. And, like, I know a lot of trans people would be so against this, but I think it's really important for me to do. But a lot of trans people are like, that's my dead name. That's who I, I don't associate with anymore, right? And I'm, I'm over here trying to own it and, like, say it and, and be okay with it. Because that's who I was for 20 years. Even if I didn't really necessarily identify with it, that's how I lived, who I was, how people knew me. And I can't just get rid of that. You know what I mean? And so... I also find names somewhat transitory, too. It's like... Eric is what you want to be called. Yeah. And so it's like Sachi's last name always wasn't Maxon. Do you know what I'm saying? Sachi had a different last name before she got married. She took my last name when she got married. Yeah. But does anybody call her Sachi Miyazawa now? No. Because that's yeah. not her name. I mean, I know. It, it's like, what's the difference between somebody getting married and taking their spouse's last name? Between you wanting to be called by a different first name. It's like, I, I don't see the big deal, you know? It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, if that's what you want to be called, then that's what you want to be called. I mean, you know, you want to be called Eric, so I call you Eric. Yeah. I don't see the problem with it. So I don't see where other people are like, I, I guess it's because they don't want to think that people who want to dead name people, and this is just my idea, I think that reason why they want to do it is because they don't want to accept the change. Probably. But I feel like if I own it and I'm like, yeah, that's who I was, but that's not 
I just I go by Eric now. Like if I can own it, I think that puts the power behind me and not behind them. Yeah. And I need to be the one with the power, not them. You know, I don't know, but I've been trying to own it. I've been like trying to just be like, yep, that I and I still have feminine qualities, obviously. I there's I don't know, gender is so it's such a cultural construct and it's it's very performative. It's very fluid. I don't have to be like, hello, I am a man and this is I am like super macho, I'm masculine, blah blah blah. Like I can just own all these different parts of me. And it it is very interesting when we bring in being trans into the dating pool, especially if you're not dating other trans people. Um, If you're dating, like, cis... Like, I primarily date cis men. um, And that has proven very difficult. (laughs) Because, yeah, so just... It seems that even if a cis man identifies as, say, bisexual or whatever, they still struggle with me and they still struggle to see me fully as a guy um because i have different body parts and i utilize said body parts and i do see how that would make life difficult and seeing me as a guy difficult which it's a process it took me many years to get to where i'm at now seeing myself as a guy with a vagina so i could see where if i have a partner even if they identify as bisexual they would have a hard time seeing me as a guy, sometimes. Um, it's very frustrating for me, though. Because I have worked through that myself. And then having to wait for a partner to work through it is very difficult. And annoying. Especially when I go into a relationship saying all these words. Hello, my name's Eric. I'm trans. I have a vagina. I'm a guy. Can you deal with that? And then, of course, they don't really know until they get, go through the, the experience, I guess. And I have to be the fucking one educating them. Or telling them to fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really frustrating. I, I can empathize with the situation. I, I can't sympathize, but I think I can empathize. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's frustrating. And it's a lot to put on the trans person uh, to do that. But again... Relationships are hard enough without extra layers. And so... and There's so well, many layers here. <laughs> Okay, Shrek. I'm so. a goddamn onion, okay? <laughs> a motherfucking onion. <laughs> uh, you heard I'm gonna it start, first. Uh, Trans yeah. people are onions. Trans people are onions. <laughs> I'm going to start. We just got it. Eric is an onion. Eric is Shrek. <laughs> what are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Did well, we ever have rails to be on? I don't know. I don't think so. Anyways. I don't live my life in a box. Nope. But yeah, it's tough. Tough. Being trans is tough. I've been thinking about that a lot, actually, the past several months <laughs> um, especially the past few weeks just being trans and being queer and being being out is so hard like that sounds like a, such a simple statement but I have put up this wall you know of just like my wall is like I'm very out I'm very open I'm very strong I'm not gonna like pay attention to how people treat me I'm just gonna be me fuck everybody else right I kind of put that up like not as aggressive as that but like that's what I've done and I've kind of started letting that down a little bit and seeing how people are treating me, how people are seeing me. And it fucking sucks. Like, I was in the library a couple weeks ago. I can't remember if I said this on the show. But I was in the library a couple weeks ago. doing my. I was at my job working, outreaching to homeless people. And this one guy, not a homeless person, yells at me. And he yells faggot at me. And I'm, like, working. And I'm, like... I'm not even sure how to react to that. So I just say, okay, and walk away. Say, I would have looked at him and said, your point is... I don't know. It was just really uncomfortable. Yeah, and... 100%. Speaking of that, did you... He- I posted a video. I Actually, I posted it to the Facebook page uh, yesterday. Uh, high school kid. Well, this one kid had been fucking with this other kid who was gay for a long time. 
And the gay kid slapped the shit out of him. Now, mm -hmm. I don't 100% agree with violence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I think there might comes a point where you have to defend yourself, definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? And so this guy was in this, this young man. I mean, they're both the same age. They're in the same class. But, I mean, he was in his face. And so I definitely would have taken what he was doing. There was some shoving going on. And after he got shoved, he, he slapped the shit out of him. And I'm like, good for you. I mean, you know, don't take that. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you shouldn't have to take anybody calling you names. And, and especially if it comes to physical confrontation, 100% defend yourself. So, and he slapped the shit out of him. But anyway, so it's like the kid got suspended because, well, he started a fight. You know what I'm saying? I mean... They got into a fight, so the kid got suspended. But apparently gay Twitter fucking blew up, and he's just like, good job, kid. Don't let it fucking get you down. It's great. You defended yourself. It's a great yeah. article. If you get a chance to take a look at it, you, you should take a look at it. It's, it's, it's a really mm -hmm. great article. But, yeah, I, um, I'm not 100%, like I said, uh, you know, I, violence should be the last resort. But if violence happens, defend yourself, definitely. And that's what that kid did. And I'm very happy that he did so. So yeah. it's very empowering for for the young man to do so, to be able to defend yourself. And so I would have looked at that guy, said faggot. I would have been like, your point is? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like he's using words against you. I'm just saying this is what I would have done. You know, it's like somebody calls me a dork, I mean, I, you know, or, or stuff like that. I used to take that shit. And now it's just like, yeah, what's your point? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I am. I own that shit. Fuck you, man. Yeah. I, I just was, it was a weird position to put me in because I was at work and I had another coworker with me and I was just like, I'm not really sure. I don't really engage. I don't conflict. I'm more of a, like, we can talk about it, but if you're, like, just going to be the aggressor, you need to calm the fuck down and I'm not going to educate you if you're going to be like that. That's too much. I see that. And you're also at work, too. You know, yeah. so I 100% get it. It was really weird. I was like, I don't even know. There's no policies about this. I told my boss. I was like, well, what should I have done? <laughs> like, She's like, well, just be glad I wasn't there. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. That didn't help me. <laughs> That's not an answer, but I appreciate that. Maybe. Yeah. I know. I was like, okay, I guess she would have defended me. She would have gotten angry. And then everybody I talked to says they would have gotten angry. And I'm like, well, what's the point of getting angry? Like, people, maybe they don't outrightly yell faggot at me as much. But they look at me weird all the time. I get lots of weird looks, stares, like people telling their kids to hide behind them. I get lots of weird shit. Okay. And it's like, I'm just being me. I don't know. You know, like I am like the least threatening person you will ever fucking meet. And I've, I'm just sitting there just like, what's the point, man? Um, if somebody doing some shit like that, it's just like, why? You know, it's like, hide behind me. It's like really yeah it happened at, again at walmart yesterday this i was walking by and this i guess the mom told their kid to like hide behind them like it was like a little kid and i was like okay i'm literally just walking by but okay wow <laughs> i don't know i again i also live in north dakota and people have a lot of issues <sighs> with they do <laughs> they do so. if you're not uh, if you're not a wasp, then you're a piece of shit. So, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> I got the white part, and then I was done. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, just seeing a lot, uh, you know, fuck. The outright racism and stuff that we've been seeing for the last couple of years, it's like, um, I'm sorry, were, were you done? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. The outright racism that we've been seeing with Donald Trump and all that kind of stuff. And we just, what was it? Um, somebody was sitting there saying that uh, what's going on now seems reminiscent of Germany in the late 1920s and very early 1930s with the rise of Hitler. And so I really hate to bring up because it sounds like that, like, Godwin's rule, right? Godwin's law where it's like, oh, you know, you bring it back to fascism. But 
we are so Donald Trump is a wannabe fascist. And so he praises all these super authoritarian people like Putin and um, uh, the guy from China whose name is escaping me right now, who said that he's going to be president for life of the Chinese party in China right now and, and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And North Korea, the fucking, and this will never not piss me off. The president of the United States saluted a North Korean general. That will never not make me mad. Never. As a former military person, the president doesn't give salutes. He returns them. You return them, and he saluted first. Cadet Bonesburg is reporting, sir, to a North Korean general. And this is the day before Veterans Day, and... Trump said that he's going to walk in the Veterans Day parade. And it's like, I just hope his bone spurs don't act up. I mean, you know, this all of this is just maddening, maddening to me. And so, yeah, the look of grimace on your face is 100% on point. And so, yeah. Um, but that's only the side point of what's going on that's really pissing me off. Um recently it's um jeffrey epstein was a serial rapist and child molester who got away with crimes and then some time ago he was rearrested on some new crimes and he realized i'm fucked and he died in his cell and we briefly discussed this a couple of months ago um And there are people saying, and I hear this all over the place, uh, because I have, you know, conservative friends and that kind of stuff who are like, oh, the Clintons had him killed or something like that. You know, it's like, oh, he had all this stuff over all this people. I'm like, okay, maybe he did, but that's just because he's dead. That doesn't mean that's going to stop anything from going on. Just stops it with him. But all that information that he had and all that evidence doesn't go away just because the person you were initially going after is dead. No, it's all still in play. But anyways, so people are saying that um, the Clintons had him killed and he didn't kill himself and all that kind of stuff, that he hung himself with toilet paper or something. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he hung himself with a bed sheet. And he hung himself from a bed sheet from his from his bed frame and so you can do that because what was it uh i forgot his name but he was a martial arts action star who was doing autoerotic asphyxiation and tied himself to the to the bar in the closet and died doing that so if you do if you hang yourself long enough even if you have control over the situation, it can get out of hand. And that's if you're wanting to stop yourself from hanging yourself. If somebody wants to die, they're going to kill themselves. So, and this guy wanted to die, I think, because he realized he was fucked. And so he hung himself from, from a bed frame. It's 100% possible to do. And he did it because the guy was fucking determined to off himself. It can be done. So he fucking killed himself. And so I'm seeing all this place. I just, you know, people are saying that, you know, oh, Kennedy didn't kill himself and all that kind of stuff. You know, that there was, you know, that movie from 20 years ago about JFK was bullshit. You know, there, I'm just saying the conspiracy theories are usually crap. And so Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. So just because it's a meme doesn't necessarily make it true. I'm just getting tired of fucking seeing this shit. And I see it everywhere in the conservative, in the conservative places, you know? Why would someone have him killed? I don't know enough about the situation, I guess. Because supposedly he's got enough information on high people, you know, all these millionaires and billionaires and politicians and stuff Mm -hmm. that they'd have him killed so they couldn't get 
prosecuted, which doesn't make any fucking sense because just because Jeffrey Epstein dies, if he's got all of these tapes on other people, that doesn't make it admissible in court. Mm-hmm. It, it's still admissible in court. It's bullshit. So you're like, oh, with Jeffrey Epstein uh, dead, they can't get all these other people. Yeah, that's not how the law works. To be fair, another thing, like just to bring it back around, another thing I've been learning as an adult, as I've been learning how to adult, is that, one, the law is very, unfortunately, malleable, especially if you're rich, it seems. Two, fucking lots of people break the law. Yes, all All the time. All the time. Constantly. Three, a lot of laws are bullshit. Um, four, I don't know how we're ever going to know the truth on anything. It seems like we get lied to all the fucking time. And I don't know. Like, I guess we just, I guess we just have to be okay with not knowing a lot of stuff. I don't know. It's fucking, all of it's bullshit. Like, this is kind of vague statements, but that's just things I've been noticing as I'm getting older. And, like, I see it. And, like, maybe it's just partially, like, the population I focus on uh, working with. Like, the at-risk and homeless population but then i see like a lot of other adults that aren't in that population and they're all breaking the law and like everything's really fucked the world is fucked and one of the things i think that speaking of that is that being part of law enforcement for a short while you really see how unfair things are and not everything is fair for sure and so sometimes you don't get resolution. Sometimes there isn't. So, but also somebody who is, has been involved with law enforcement for a little bit. Like I said, just because Jeffrey Epstein died doesn't mean the evidence collected in his case becomes inadmissible to other people. Mm-hmm. It is still admissible. And as a matter of fact, it even passes a hearsay test. So it's, it's no longer hearsay. So, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm sh- there's cases that go on all the time that that we don't know about and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just give it time, because he only died a couple of months ago. And so, it's not like an episode of Law & Order where the person gets arrested, gets arrested and then convicted in an hour. It, yeah. it takes months and sometimes years for stuff to work its way through the courts. This isn't over. You know what I'm saying? So we're only seeing the very, very beginnings of it. And Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. So at least I say he killed himself. And I think anybody with the right thinking who isn't susceptible to conspiracy theory thinking is like, hey, man, it's only just beginning, you know, and I really we've talked about this before where I think that the Christian right is very susceptible to conspiracy theories because I was one of those guys who was into conspiracy theories for a long time. So I'm just saying, I, I just think it's bullshit. So yeah. I will say just where I'm at right now, I wouldn't be surprised if someone killed him. I also wouldn't be surprised if he ended up killing himself. I don't know. I just, the way I'm seeing like things going, I don't know. Things just don't always seem to line up the way we think they should or are, like, the right way. I don't know. 100%. 100%. Like, things, things are fucked. I don't know. So, but I don't, obviously, I wouldn't know. I, I don't, no one would know, I guess. Yeah. Except for him. Yeah, and he's dead, and so, and as they say, dead men tell no tales. So. Speak to dead. <laughs> speak to dead, 100%. Uh, yeah. Uh, but there was also something else that I wanted to talk about, and that's. There are people who are out there who, at least as far as the conservatives go, who don't give a damn as the politics go in the U.S. They are one or two pers- one or two issue voters, or the only thing they really want to do and care about what Donald Trump is doing is pissing off the libtards. That's all they care about that. That's all they care about. They don't care what Donald Trump does as long as they piss off the libs. That's it. I really feel that these people 
know nothing about politics, don't give a shit about politics. As long as they piss off the libs, they are happy. I have seen that more and more. They're more and more open and honest about it. That They don't give a shit about the politics themselves. They don't give a shit about anything but pissing off the libs. How do you really consider yourself to be a patriotic American as long as you're just trying to fuck over the other party? I don't see how this can continue to be a working society. I think we need to abolish the party system first off. Like to be the honest. founding fathers didn't want to didn't want to have parties to begin with. George Washington was against political parties, hundred percent against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've been listening to. to a. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I've been listening to a podcast, Wicked Game, uh, about the elections in the United States, and um, it's going over every election from George Washington all the way up through to the election coming up in 2020. There's just enough time if you listen to one episode a week. Actually, you need to catch up to stay on schedule. But wow. it's been it's been on for about six weeks now, and it's fucking amazing. Wicked Game, the American the American elections. It's an amazing podcast. So, like, professionally done, not our shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, scripted. So, I mean, it's it's an amazing, like, voice acted. It's 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 a great podcast. So, awesome. 100%. You don't have to download it. You can listen to it online. You can stream it and listen to it. So, yeah. But it's a great... Anyways, you were saying, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. I was saying we need to abolish the party system. But I feel like I had something else to say, but I don't remember what it was right now. Oh, okay. So, living in North Dakota and... Interacting with people here um, is different than North Carolina because North Carolina is a lot of very conservative, but it's just different Um, here. Let's see. Like my best friend, one of my best friends here and the person I'm dating currently, um, both very much more conservative than me. Very conservative leaning. I don't know if I have a problem with certain conservative things. I, I do have a few conservative beliefs. It's just I tend to definitely lean definitely very liberal on most issues. Um, and so when they talk to me and other people here talk to me about Trump and things like that, it's very hard for me, uh, cause you can't just make people understand things like privilege and no things like that. You can't just make them believe that it's such a slow education process. And that's if they're even open to it. Um, yes. you so, cannot educate the willingly ignorant. Yeah, and you can't even explain to people that they're willingly ignorant. No. <laughs> so it's so hard. Um, and, like, here are the arguments I'm getting back about Trump being good from queer people. These people are queer. They are white men, but they're queer. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Don't you understand Trump's against us? Whatever. Uh, so they're saying, let's see. One, we don't like, I don't like Trump or we don't like Trump because he actually says things how they are. And I'm like, he says things like that because he's racist and he hates women and he says those things. And then they say, no, that's just the media portraying it like that. And I'm like, no, it's not, though. Those, okay. are the, those are the words that are coming out of his mouth. Yes. They're not just taking little clips and um, making it out of context. Like, you can watch Fox News and he says the same thing. Oh, anyway, and then I know. And then another argument I get is, oh, well, unemployment is at the lowest it's been. So Trump is doing great. No, because they're not understanding the quality of those jobs. There are so many people who are way under underemployed. So, I mean, if you're picking up garbage for nine dollars an hour, you're underemployed. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, yeah, if you're working, you can't, you cannot, you have to have two and a half minimum wage jobs to have a one bedroom apartment anywhere in the United States. Yeah. You have to make at least $15 an hour anywhere in the U.S. to have any kind of quality of life, any kind, any kind of quality of life. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, yeah, sure, you're not unemployed if you're working four jobs, but <laughs> no, your life, but your life fucking sucks. Yeah, you you are you are underemployed. Yeah. You actually and... are not making enough money. So congratulations, boomers. You have totally fucked over the country. Fuck the boomers. <laughs> Fuck the boomers. Oh my god. Do you yeah. want to talk about the okay boomer for a minute? <laughs> you can. You we can. Okay, so, and this is coming from a guy who's Gen X. So, this is somebody who, like, okay, so, I bought a We Are The World, you know, the the cassette tape back in the day. So, I thought I was doing something to end world hunger. No. Anyways, um, I'm somewhere in between, I guess, maybe. But anyways, so, uh, the boomer generation for the longest time has been saying to... Gen Y and Gen Z that um, you guys are know nothing, do nothing. You guys are lazy and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we did all of this stuff. And, yeah, but you're, proportionally your pay was higher to what everything cost and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, gas was 39 cents a gallon, but you were making $5 an hour. So, you know what I'm saying? So $7 mm-hmm. an hour or whatever anyway. So... The cost of living was a lot less. Just saying yeah. that you had you had proportionally higher wages, and so you know a brand new car was six thousand dollars for a brand new Mustang GT back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, you know, whatever. Okay, boomer. But anyway, so people are saying when the boomers say the stupid bullshit when the Gen X guy or the the Gen Y and Gen Z, just as an insult, are just like, okay, boomer, as an insult. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, I feel like it's the millennial. Like, I've seen a lot of the, sorry, millennials. Like the, the millennials, yeah, against the boomers. And I guess I'm a millennial, but um, <laughs> yeah. I just find it funny. And it's like, isn't it such a boomer thing to say, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and they're like, that's a slur. <laughs> Did you hear that they actually said that it was likening to the N-word? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Really? They, Fuck um... you. I mean, that's, that, as I just said, that is such a boomer thing to say, considering yeah. most of them are racist as fuck. So... Yeah. Oh, speaking of racist boomers, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a letter to my grandma... Uh, telling her that I'm trans. So. Oh, that that'll go over well. I'm sure. I was like, honestly, at this point, why am I not telling you? Like, good, good point. Like, I mean, she's seen my beard. I don't like in person. She just looks at me really funny. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna write you a letter. Tell you if you hate it, you hate it. If you don't, you don't. But she hasn't gotten back to me yet. But it's that was like two two weeks ago. Yeah. Fun facts. Just I'm like I'm fucking over it. I'm gonna tell everybody like. She was the last one, I guess. So, so yeah. awesome. I'm glad you did it. Um, yeah. Was it free? Do you feel better after writing it? I mean, I felt a little better. I guess. I don't know. Not telling her was more for her than for me. Yeah. But I just felt like I should just be open about it at this point. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, too. I mean, it's like. You can't deny telling your grandmother the truth about what you feel for yourself. And so, um, yeah, you know, it's like I don't want to lie to other people and I certainly don't want to lie to myself. So, Grandma, here you go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, you know that song? Okay. uh, The Same Love where it was back in like 2015 when... Marriage equality was a big issue. Yeah, I vaguely remember the song, yeah. And it's Macklemore and a yes. girl. And it's like, and she sings. I was That came on my playlist randomly yesterday while I was driving home. And uh, she started saying, singing the part, I can't change even if I try. And I just like, I had some tears. Like, I don't cry very much, but I had some tears coming out of my eyes. I was like, I can't change. <laughs> and the world <laughs> fucking sucks. And I can't change who I am and what my, like, going, getting relationships, they're difficult and, and existing in this world is fucking difficult. 
and having family when you're queer is fucking difficult. And like, I don't have that many people, but I have some really great friends and I can't change who I am and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I had some tears. It was a really heavy moment. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that like total side point, um, anyways, Sammy and Marble are playing. Um, anyways, um, you know, I got my DNA done a couple of years ago. Anyway, so there's been some updating in my DNA history on the website. So Sachi decided that she would order my DNA book. So I got my history of my DNA. And it's actually oh. kind of cool. There's a lot of good stuff. It's like my ancestry compilation and haplogroups and all kinds of stuff. So That's very cool. It is very cool. It was kind of expensive. But yeah. um, it was actually super cool. Um the U.S. where a lot of my relatives are. Oh, wow. And I'm trying to find the world map here. Um, anyways, so one of the things that I found out about myself that's really super cool is that I found out that I'm over 10% like Viking. Nice. And so, yeah. Uh, so German, English, uh, French... And like Norwegian, right? Or not? Um, so basically, I'm like 10% Viking, and so I've been really kind of um, embracing some of that stuff. And I want to. We've decided that we want to go over to uh, Norway and Sweden to find out where some of our relatives are, at least some of the areas and that kind of stuff. And you know, oh, yeah. well, this is where my relatives are. So, but anyway, so. Really kind of embracing that kind of stuff. So I was actually thinking about when I grow my hair longer mm -hmm. that I was watching the TV show Vikings that maybe I'll shave a lot of this and grow the grow like the long ponytail. But yeah, like shave all of this, but the long ponytail from here and just grow this long and just yeah. shave the rest of that. I think that'd be fucking super cool. And yeah. so it's like it's a really Viking way to to grow your hair. So I was, you know, like I'll admit it, you know, it's like I'm, I'm losing my hair. I've got the male pattern boldness. I've had it since I was like 15, 16. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it's like, so let this grow out a little bit, let it grow long and then maybe do that shave, you know what I'm saying? And just grow that out. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm working on growing this out so I can do a top knot up back here, but yeah, it, it'll be a couple more months, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting to the point where I can almost gather my hair to a ponytail now. Nice. So, anyway, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm about done. I think, I think I'm spent. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Life's hard. It sure is. I'm working on getting another game for next year because we are almost finished with the Trump. Oh, shit. We're almost finished with the Trump. Wow. So, we are uh, almost finished. Almost. He's going to get impeached. <laughs> I hope so. But as somebody else was saying in conservative place I was at earlier, that um, he's not going to be convicted by the Senate, that they're going to fucking not even take it up. So, Probably I mean. Not. But regardless, we're almost done with him, even if he's not. This is true. So anyway, so let's play some Trump. It's about that time. Okay. So you ready? Yes. <laughs> me, me, oh, me, 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 me. All right. Card one, court one. When a president does it, that means it's not illegal. Quote one. Sounds like Trump. <laughs> Quote two. The president of the United States is allowed to have whatever conflicts he wants, he or she wants, but I don't want to go by that. I don't think Trump would have said he or she. <laughs> so we're going to go with number one. When the president does it, that means it's not illegal. Richard Nixon. Fuck, I thought that might have been Nixon. Damn it. What was it? I heard somebody called Trump the fat Nixon the other day, and I fucking got broken for about five minutes. It's not so wrong. true. Yeah. No, not wrong. And Nixon wasn't exactly a small guy neither. So... For him to say a fat Nixon is fucking brilliant. It mm -hmm. really is. But anyways, 
the president of the United States is allowed to have whatever conflicts he or she wants, he or she wants, but I don't want to go by that. Trump. Maybe that was during, like, debates or something about Hillary. I don't know. I just feel like... It actually wasn't that long ago, but I actually remember him saying that. Can have what he wants, and then pause, he or she wants, but I don't want to go by that. It's funny because it's like, he sometimes remembers for a millisecond that he needs to not be so sexist for a millisecond. And then, yeah. Did you hear lately that there was an article saying that any kind of like female staffer that he calls them honey and sugar and that kind of stuff. And like, we're talking like seriously accomplished people. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you, Mr. President, you know, they're, choking down not calling him a sexist pig to his face so anyways i i find you know i find it funny anyways um quote card two quote one we all get old but i will always say the skinny pretty girls will be screwed (laughs) quote two i don't want to use the word screwed but i screwed him all right, one is either Trump or Hugh Hefner. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, fuck. We'll go with number one. No. Paloma Faith. I have no idea who this person was or I... is. We all get old. But I will always say the skinny, pretty girls will be screwed. Paloma Faith. Number two, I don't want to use the word screwed, but I screwed him. Trump. And so I'm basically saying that Trump said that he fucked him over in a deal. Okay. The other person was actually talking about fucking women. So oh, okay. Let's well. just get that honestly. So, oh, this one's great. Um, this one's really great. Card three, quote one. Right now, they're in love with me, okay? Four weeks ago, they weren't in love with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Quote two. If one morning I walked up on top of the water across the Potomac River, the headline says that afternoon would read, President can't swim. What? If one morning I walked on top of the river... Atop no. of the water across the Potomac River, the headline that afternoon would read, President Can't Swim. Right. What was the first one? Right now they're in love with me, okay? Four weeks ago they weren't in love with me. That one has to be Trump. That's just how he talks. Number one. That is Trump. Number one is Trump. Number two, Lyndon Johnson. Mm. Johnson was the guy who took over... Is it Johnson Nixon or Nixon Johnson? Johnson Nixon. Yeah, because Johnson took over. Was it Johnson that took over after Kennedy was assassinated? Yeah, Johnson took over after Kennedy was assassinated. So, yeah. Hmm. But well, Johnson won the re-election. He got re-elected. So he was, yeah. after the assassination... He then ran for office afterwards, and I think he got it. So, but he was in office like six years, I think. So, anywho, anywho, yep, one for three. That's fine. <laughs> uh, those were actually pretty tough. I thought those were pretty tough. So, yeah, the ones where he says "okay," you can just tell that's how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> because he's just that big of a fucking dumbass. So okay, <laughs> words okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, they pretty much decided that he speaks like a fourth grader. So yeah, and that's about what his reading level is too. So I mean, the guy just doesn't read. He's an ill-educated moron. But as long as they're fucking over the libtards, that's all they give a shit about. Anyways, and as long as we can. Try to keep women and 
People, I just got rid of myself. Let's erase trans people. Uh, keep women down and trans people down and everybody and not let you control your bodies and we can keep our guns. That's all we care about. Yep, keep your guns. Um, yeah, it's funny because it's harder to get a, a license to drive a car in most states than it is to fucking get a gun now. So, yeah. But as long as you can't vote, motherfucker, we're all good. Mm-hmm. That's a whole conversation. That is a whole conversation. Ah, Matthew, it's been good talking. It we has been. More often. We should. <laughs> <laughs> Says the one who keeps saying they can't do it. I Life's been hard. I don't know. I just, I moved into a new apartment. Um... Life's just been difficult, but oh, hopefully we're wrong. Bad. One of the weeks was me. So um, I've had life stuff go on too. And we took a little bit of a hiatus. We do that from time to time. We need to stop that. Nah, um, we, nah. we just exist. It's fine. Yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, it was good to go back and vent and talk about the stuff that's on our minds again. And hopefully it's, hopefully somebody's listening. Yeah, if you are listening, we super appreciate you still. Thanks a lot. To our patrons and everybody else who listens. Rate us, goddammit! <laughs> Give us a rate on iTunes! Yeah, rate us, oh. uh, like us, subscribe, uh, patron us. <laughs> the good news is, if I don't post, we don't post a lot, you don't get charged a lot. <laughs> <laughs> good point, I hadn't thought about it that way. So. <laughs> yep. Thanks for listening. All right. See you later. This is Matthew and for Eric. This has been on Odd Atheist Friends. The Odd Atheist Friends, if I can get my mouth to work. Anyways, we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Odd Atheist Friends Podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please contact via email at oddatheistfriends at gmail.com or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash oafpodcast. We now have Twitter. Please follow us there at oafpodcast. Don't forget to support us on Patreon at www patreon.com slash OAF. This is Matthew and Eric of the Odd Atheist Friends Podcast. Have a great and godless day.